Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Action Park Media. Vanderpump Rules to Vegas and everywhere in between, it's time to party with Sheena Shea. This is Shenanigans. And now, here's your host, Sheena Shea. Woohoo! Welcome back to Shenanigans, everyone. Thank you for listening. Last week, we had Dashboard Confessional and Jamie's fangirl moments, which was so awesome. She is back. We're down in San Diego with our bestie, Brett. And we're going to talk about some Valentine lover twin flame bullshit things and go over our weekend and share our opinions on all of this. And then I can't wait to hear what you guys think. So to start off, how are you guys doing? Thanks for being here. Hi, what's up? Okay, so this weekend we had Super Bowl, which was such a bummer. Honestly, I, as you guys know, I'm a huge football fan. I was really rooting for Mahomes, and he just didn't pull through, and it felt really bad. He didn't get a single touchdown. Sheena's like a dude. Like she, <laughs> I was sitting on the couch while she's explaining to me like who's playing and who are the players. The only one I knew was Brady, of course. Of and course. she's telling me like why she's rooting for this Mahomes character. And when things character, like the TV show, player, <laughs> quarterback. Mahomes. No, okay. Um, yeah, and like when things weren't going the way she wanted, she. Like you were intense. I was yelling at the TV. I'm like, come on. It was a really boring game. I'm it sorry. It was. Like, I don't even watch sports, but it was boring. I just, I wanted a comeback. Like, you know, I'm, I'm actually, I'm happy for Brady. It's such a fuck you to New England that he's like, I don't need you. I can still win a Super Bowl. Yeah. So I love that for him. And I wanted him to make it to the Super Bowl. I just wanted for Mahomes to beat him at the Super Bowl. And then it was just, it was a real bummer. But, 
Aww. You know, what was really interesting to me. It was like the end when they showed the progression of Brady's pictures his from when face? he started and how he morphed. Into <laughs> oh, my God. Really I know. Guy. Yeah. How did he get hotter with age? I know. People were like, did he have work done? I mean, it kind of like, no. looks like he Men did. just age like fine wine. I'm sorry. I know, he had more bone structure. Yeah. But he, I think he also had a lot more baby fat in the yeah. first photo. Sure. So like as he got older, he did get more chiseled. As you said, he's vegan, which I well, didn't know. Here's, let me clarify. He doesn't go around saying that, but he does stick to mostly plant-based. So he's kind of like 80-20. Like okay. he's 80% vegan. Sometimes he'll have some meat. So he can't claim to be vegan, but he's very close to being vegan. Interesting. Yeah. I knew a guy who was 80-20 gay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you Can know people really about? describe it that way? Like I'm 80% into But he said when I'm with, with yeah, but I then he said when I'm with this person though, I'm 100 and I was like, mm, okay. Whatever oh, floats your boat. Really? <laughs> Honestly, like if he would talk about that, I would love to get him on. He'd be a great guest. Yeah. Because I I have so much like so many questions and I would love to hear all about it from the source (laughs) (laughs) he came up to me one night and he was like you know i'm not gay i'm bi and i'm like oh what are you trying to tell me here (laughs) but i always thought he was gay i didn't know yeah Wait, you know this? it's it's 2021. We're not outing people on my okay. podcast, Brett. <laughs> well, I, wait, it was well. Wait, his I'm in a relationship name. now, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> so um, that was Super Bowl, but it was fun. We just had a very small quote unquote party. It was yeah, the three she of us, the gay and the non-sports girl, <laughs> <laughs> because they're the only safe people I can hang out with who either get tested regularly or don't see other people. So. <laughs> Other than that, my sister and Justice came down and we set up a big projector on the beach and watched the second half once it got dark. And it was awesome. We had a bonfire going. It was a lot of fun. That's going to be an annual annual tradition. Unless we're at the Super Bowl, I want to do that because that was so much fun. Yeah. And then DJ James Kennedy can start playing after. Yes. We can have him on my balcony. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then this morning, um, I was supposed to work out with my trainer, but that ended up getting pushed to a different day this week. So Brock did a little boot camp for us on the beach, which I actually really enjoyed. That was really fun. fun, Yeah. Yeah. It's nice to do it with friends. Yeah. My butt already hurts. (laughs) (laughs) But I feel like when I work out with him, he just has to understand that now that I'm pregnant, he has to train me differently. He can't be like, no, you have to do 20. Like, no, go, go, go. Keep your heart rate up. I'm like, I need a break. I need to breathe. I need to hydrate. Like, and he's getting that. But sometimes his patience with me when we work out together is not the best, which is why I work out with Seth because he is very patient with me. Yeah. But with Brock, it's like I get such great results, too, because he is tough on me and he makes me want to push myself yeah. more. It's just that Brock does a different workout too. Yeah. So that sometimes you need to shock your body into doing something a little different. So even if you continue with Seth, like it'd be cool to have Brock train you. Yeah. But like Seth is so busy with like his other clients, but he only has time for me three times a week. And I'm like, I need to work out more than three times a week. But um, he also actually is uh, taking on two to three more new clients. So if you guys are looking for someone, hit him up at Seth Nader um, just to take more time away from me. But I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but he's great. But um, it does help that, you know, I have a live in 
personal trainer, baby yes. daddy boyfriend. Yeah. So I'm impressed that you can like work out while you're pregnant. I know that's a thing, but like that's have another Seth human in you and you're like doing push ups <laughs> and I can barely do push ups and I don't have another human in me. Yeah. So like it's crazy. The other day, Seth was doing the workout with me and we're doing deadlifts and I have two 13 pound dumbbells and I'm doing the deadlifts and then I just hear <sighs> and I fucking hate when guys grunt at the gym it drives me nuts so i get to like number 13 14 and then i was like all right seth come on i was like bro my weights are bigger than yours and he's like yeah but i'm working out with you and he's like i think like women have like more endurance he's like i don't know how you have so much energy like you're pregnant <laughs> but i was like you're like grunting doing deadlifts and i'm like i got two humans i'm lifting <laughs> I'm, like, I'm good <laughs> But it was so funny, but, um, but that's the thing. It's like, I love working out with Seth cause we just have fun together. And with Brock, when we started working out together, we would just fight because he'd be like, do this, do that. I'm like, no, this isn't how I work out with Seth. Like yeah. you don't know how to train me. But I think starting again with me being pregnant on my off days, it will help because he has to have patience with me for the health and safety of our daughter. Right. He was really great today. Yeah. So I don't know if it's because you had friends there to witness that, you know, he, he, he couldn't like be right. Easy, you know? <laughs> no, I learned a lot. I learned a yeah. lot. So one of my specialties, um, when I was a trainer was postpartum. So once mm -hmm. you're there, you've got someone okay. to help you with that too. Yes. <laughs> I forgot you were a trainer. Yeah, me too. <laughs> my body's forgotten. In your past life. <laughs> we need to like wake up the, some muscle memory and remember what I used to do. Yeah. I just started working out a couple weeks ago, like hardcore again, and I've been doing some really cool exercises. And I'm glad I did before this workout with Brock because I would have been dead otherwise. So yeah. I got through it, so it was good. Yeah. Okay, what is this for the listeners? Dodge, doge, doge, whatever coin. Mm -hmm. Okay, because that's all I heard them talking about this to morning. <laughs> so yeah, I have no clue what it's about. What what is this? Okay, so is it a, like a, a new Bitcoin? It's not. Well, it's. I think it's newer than Bitcoin, but it's been around for a few years now. Okay. Um, it's called Dogecoin. It's a cryptocurrency. Mm -hmm. And if the listeners are familiar with kind of what recently happened with GameStop, which is a stock. Yeah. And a lot of users on Reddit were like, we are going to fuck over these billionaire hedge funds and we're going to make money off of GameStop. And it was like at one point it was like in the $20 range per share. And so they all got together on, on Reddit and they said, OK, everybody fucking buy GameStop because the hedge funds were planning to short it, meaning like if it lost money and forgive me, guys, I've I've only been in stocks for a little over a year now, so I'm not completely educated. So this is not a this is not an educational <laughs> message for anyone who wants to invest in stocks. This is just, you know, layman's terms. And I could be wrong, but um, this is my understanding of it. So they basically all bought into GameStop and they got the stock up to like four hundred dollars. Their plan was to try to get it up to a thousand. But then Robinhood, which is an app that you can purchase stocks on decided to stop all trading because these billionaire hedge funds who they lost billions because they couldn't short the stock mm -hmm. anymore. So they contact, they contacted Robinhood and they were like, you have to stop trading on this. So they couldn't get it to a thousand. They got it to 400. So now I think there's some lawsuits involved because Robinhood really, as far as I know, shouldn't have stopped the trading. Like that's not America. Like, well, clearly it is like, look who runs America. It's like yeah. these billionaires, you know, but I think I'll stick to reality TV. <laughs> <laughs> so long story short, same thing now is happening for Dogecoin, which is a crypto that I bought over a year ago, kind of as a joke. It was 0.003 cents when I bought it. 
and it's now seven or eight cents as of this morning. So that doesn't, it's not even a penny yet, but the point is to get it to a dollar. It's like what they're trying to do on Reddit and TikTok right now. So everyone listening, go buy your Dogecoin. <laughs> but I, gotcha. because it's so cheap, you can buy so many shares of it. So if it does hit, like you can become a millionaire. So you're not of it. losing like a bunch of money. Right. It's not a right huge risk. Okay. And like w- with what happened with Bitcoin, I mean, Bitcoin started out very similar and now it's worth almost forty thousand dollars that's insane i know i know so many like quite a few bitcoin millionaires like some very close nerdy friends of okay, mine but how <laughs> do you, how, you can like cash out yeah so i mean you you sell it whenever you want to sell it you know and then huh. i never yeah. understand this stuff but i hope that you get lots of money from it yeah <laughs> buy you guys islands yes, i had please. asked i remember asking my financial advisor about it and he's like i don't fuck with that penny bullshit he's (laughs) like you're good you're like i have like apple facebook like whatever the big big amazon like the big ones and I'm like, hey, that's just, that's his job. Yeah, yeah. Like last year, I was like, Sheena, you got to get this. And she's like, okay, I'll talk to my financial advisor about it. He's like, no, we don't fuck with penny stocks. We, we've got <laughs> Pfizer and da-da-da-da. And like Disney oh, yeah. and all this. And I'm like, well, yeah, Sheena, those are really good stocks. I have some of them too. But like, this is just like a fun thing. And if it hits, then it's going to be super fun. But like, it's not a big risk. And he decided like he didn't want to do it. So. But I'm like, I mean, if it is, you know, like a trendy thing to invest in <laughs> yeah. and it's not going to cost me a bunch of money. I'm like, yeah, fuck it. Throw in a couple hundred bucks. See where yeah. it goes. Ro- so might Rock as well. just did yesterday. Yeah. Saying. So good hmm. luck to you But guys see, too. then I'm like, well, if Brock did it, then do I need to do it too? Yeah, because he didn't put enough in. Okay, so then I'll put more in yeah, yeah. because he's so competitive. <laughs> and I'll be like, I guess you got more Dogecoin. <laughs> <laughs> Love that for us. <laughs> oh, and by the way, it's Elon Musk's favorite crypto. Okay. Well, that's And it something. started as a joke, and their logo is a Shiba Inu, which is this cute little doggy. So, I mean, what better than those three reasons to buy into this? Yeah. Right. <laughs> wow. That's what Do I base it. my investments on. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dog logo. It's really cute, guys. <laughs> Using an overpriced trash bag. Pricey, pricey, pricey. A bag that breaks. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy. Or a smelly bag? Stinky, stinky, stinky. You gotta snag Hefty's Ultra Strong Trash Bag. Always at an ultra low price. Hefty, hefty, hefty. It has Arm & Hammer odor control, so your nose and your wallet will be... Happy, happy, happy. Hefty Ultra Strong Trash Bags. Hefty Strong, all day long. Hefty, hefty, hefty. Well, speaking of other things that you love other than animals, um, the sugar taco opening. I don't know if we've talked about it yet on the podcast since we went because we had dashboard. Right. We had dashboard. So that was the day that we were going to the friends and family soft opening. Oh, yeah. it was Okay. It was the same day. So now here we are a week later. Yeah. So it's update. It's been. Oh, my God. If anyone listening, if any of you have gone, thank you so much for the support because it's been so packed, like beyond our wildest expectations that we couldn't even turn on the delivery service apps so it's all oh, wow. it's like lines are out the door and around the block so it's all like That's awesome you take out orders and people who are dining on the patio and because it's so like there's just so many people there we can't even turn on like the postmates or the grubhub or anything and like people are even calling but they can't get delivery right now but i think as of today uh-huh. i think we were plan- we were going to try to turn back to on delivery so awesome nice. well i'm excited to go back this week when i'm in la because last week i had my 3 hour glucose test that i hadn't gotten the results back from yet but update i passed the results came back normal i'm still 
keeping an eye on my carbs and sugar because I still need to keep the rest of the weight gain just at an average. I don't need to like be overeating in my third trimester because I now can't suck in my stomach at all anymore. So now it's like even more real. I'm like, oh yeah, there, there she is. <laughs> so my doctor asked me, he's like, you know, it is normal, uh, your results, but still, you know, watch your carbs and sugar. But when we went to the sugar taco opening, I was like, I had one tiny bite of the churro donut. And I was like, take it away. I had one <laughs> bite of the burrito. I was like, no more tortilla. And then I just sat there with a cup of veggies and some like elote corn, which was bomb. But I was so excited to like eat all of this. And I'm just watching everyone eat it. And I was like, well, I might have diabetes, so Aww. I can't. But I don't. So now I'm so excited to go this week and get a burrito and a taco yeah, go. and it was so yeah. good honestly brett said it was the best quesadilla it was you've definitely had. the best quesadilla i've ever had like wow yeah. yeah we recommend the jackfruit one right is that the one you yeah had? i think that's the one i had and I, i'm so bad i don't remember what the jackfruit was called was it carnitas or was it the al pastor uh, it was a car- I think it was carnitas. I yeah, think I should carnitas. know this. Yeah, I think yes. it was the carnitas because oh, the carnitas. Carnitas. Selinas. So I really enjoyed the carne asada, she did. which is mm. crazy because I don't really care for normal carne asada. Like filet mignon, I've told Jamie, once they invent a rare to medium rare filet mignon that's vegan, sign me up. Until then, like, I know there's burgers and there's impossible meat and all of that. But I'm like, it's just it's not a steak, you know. But when I got this taco, I ordered the chicken and then whatever. What is the chicken? I think. Oh, soybean. Soybean. Okay. So I get this taco and it's like dark brown. And I was like, "Mm, this shit don't look like chicken. This is weird. (sighs) I was like, I think I got the wrong thing. And they had accidentally sent me out the carne asada. And I was like, ew, like, I'm not eating that. And my mom was like, again, Sheena, why is fake meat freaking you out when you eat dead animals? Yeah. It's like, valid point. She's like, just take a fucking bite. It's your best friend's opening. Like, try the food. Don't be rude. I was like, all right, fine. I'll take a bite. Yeah. I so I take guy. a bite and I'm like, fuck, this is really good. <laughs> I like and it. I was like, this isn't what I ordered. And now I'm happy that they <laughs> fucked up my order because it's See, really good. See, the universe knew that you needed to try it. Yes. So I take a bite of it and then everyone's just like sitting there like watching me like, what do you think? What do you think? And I was like, fuck, it's really good. So I tried the carne asada and I was like, you know what? If I'm being honest, Real carne asada is not my favorite because it's same as like skirt steak. Like the skirt steak at Sir has always been so popular and I don't understand it. I'm like, it's just like carne asada. It's like pounded beef that's overcooked and it's just like chewy and it's not my cup of tea. Yeah. So I always go for chicken over carne asada tacos, but that was like not chewy and it was really fucking good. And then yesterday for Super Bowl, Jamie made impossible nachos And I swear to God, had I not known it was impossible meat that was in my fridge that thank you, Miss Billy Lee from her She's So Vegan stuff sent us, I would have just thought it was ground beef. I would not have known the difference. It tastes like Taco Bell. She's like, but I mean that in the best way. Yeah, Yeah, but I love Taco Bell meat. (laughs) (laughs) We also, oh my God, we made these corn ribs. It'll be on my vlog this week. You guys can see it. I I don't even know how to describe it. You'll just have to watch the vlog. But they were amazing the vegan nachos and yeah it was just the food was really good and i was pleasantly surprised for being someone who's not like anti-vegan but i'm just like no i'm gonna eat my real protein yeah and it was bomb well that's your brainwashing for you but i'm, I'm glad <laughs> i'm glad you're becoming more enlightened <laughs> okay speaking so speaking of enlightenment yeah speaking of enlightenment yeah <laughs> 
So um, we got a lot of questions sent in, but we one of them I just wanted to address was the three-hour glucose test. Thank you guys for checking in. That came back normal, as I said. Um, we'll get into some more of your questions towards the end of this show, but we thought with Valentine's Day coming up this weekend, we would get into some, you know, like, Lover V Day talk and Jamie is kind of in the middle on this one, which is surprising because, you know, she's like the big believer and a psychic. And then there's Brett, who is like all about it. I'm very skeptical. Well, I'm skeptical of my own psychic ability. That's true. You shouldn't but be. there's this thing called a twin flame. There's these different types of soulmates and all of this shit that... I'm just like, you know what? Let's let's get into it a little. You know, yes. it is Valentine's Day this weekend. So explain what the fuck a twin flame is. Okay, so <laughs> you have a twin flame and you have a soulmate. Typically, people use them interchangeably, but it's not the case. Like a twin flame is different than a soulmate. A twin flame is when a soul ascends okay. and is split in half into two different bodies meaning you share a soul with a different person. Not everyone has a twin flame in this life, but everyone has a soulmate. (laughs) They are real. And I met mine this summer, which is why I became all spiritual and like weird and like into that stuff. The foundation for even believing what we're going to start talking about is if you believe in past lives. Okay. So if you you don't believe in past lives, like then you, you know, you're not on board with soulmates or with, twin flames because this has to do with somebody you you knew before coming to this earth yes right? i don't you even know that i believe in like soulmates like is a soulmate i see here's what i don't believe i don't believe that there is only one right person out there well for well, you that, soulmates isn't there isn't just one so soulmate, soulmate is you right. you can have like thousands okay because i just i don't believe that there's one person out there for everyone i believe that your life can go a lot of different routes totally and you could be completely happy with different people which is exactly what a soulmate is so it's like with the soulmate you have an instant connection you feel like you've known them before um usually it's an easy relationship so brock's not my soul um (laughs) (laughs) but he's the love of my life yeah yeah so you there's a difference between there's a difference between a life partner and a soulmate you could have a life partner who's like perfect for you to to share your life with but it doesn't mean you guys knew each other in a past life right soulmates can be friends family a cat in my opinion my dog batman who passed away was my doggy soulmate um so it does it's not just always romantic it can be romantic but it's not and this isn't me saying it this is my research i'm still not on board with it I your don't soulmate okay. teaches you self-love um i have something to add but i'm gonna let you guys finish this first because i'm not interrupting my guests oh but i do have a take on the soulmate thing but okay continue. i'm gonna say the twin flame one now and then you can talk uh twin flame is someone that you share the same soul with you have a breathtaking connection um, the whole thing is filled with synchronicities. Everything about yourself that you have been running from is suddenly in front of you. It's pretty much the mirror image of you. Can a twin flame be like a best friend that's not someone romantic? Um, yes, I think so. I mean, I guess everyone has different opinions on that, but totally. Yeah, it's, it, in the research that I was doing, it said some twin flames do don't end up as your romantic partner and they may they may only come into your life for a short amount of time it doesn't mean you're going to huh. be with them yeah for and life. we'll get more into that in a second yeah. but go ahead and say what was on your mind 
So um, Jamie and I did, I'm sure we've talked about this on the podcast before, so I'll do a short version of it. But we had a psychic group reading a few years back. It was right after my relationship with Rob ended, right when I booked Vegas, but no one knew I was moving to Vegas or anything about it. So we're talking like November 2017. And we have this like group reading. And then at the end of it, we did individual readings. And in my individual reading, she said that she like felt a heartache and blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, okay, yeah, you know, I'm going through a breakup. And she was like, this person was like your cosmic soulmate. She was like, you knew each other in a past life. Apparently, I, past life Sheena, did something that really hurt him. And in this life, that's why he was like so closed off and like selfish and she's like, it's, it's not like anything you did now, but it's something that he's carried from a past life. And she said, a cosmic soulmate is someone who in each lifetime finds you, isn't necessarily meant to be a life partner or a romantic partner, but they're there to teach you a lesson. And she's like, the lesson this person is teaching you is to put yourself first because you don't do that often. And this chick doesn't know me at all. I didn't know my relationship or anything. And I had just booked Vegas but had him and I still been together, even if it came up like, oh, there's this opportunity to move to Vegas and headline a show, I'd be like, nah, pass, I'm good. Like, my boyfriend lives in L.A., I'm not going to leave. Like, I would put everything aside, and he was my priority, and that was my mistake. And thankfully, one of the things I am thankful for is, A, for him breaking up with me and hurting me as bad as he did because it really pushed me to move on. But B, he did help me with the audition for sex tips and like put it on tape for me and like sent it in and did all of that. But he really pushed me to move to Vegas and do this job. He's like, you need to do this, like get over me, move the fuck on. And finally I did. And that was life changing. It was the best decision I've ever made in my career. And it was amazing. But then I was thinking to what she had said and I was like, that's so crazy because he did force me to put myself first and to do what was best for me. Did we say, I'm sorry, did we say who this was? Yeah, I think I said it. Yeah, you said it. Yeah. Rob, Rob, Rob. Okay, so what I want to say to that is also you got a lot of, I don't know if it's backlash or whatever, but from that season Mm -hmm. of you being all about Rob. Yeah. And again maybe that is the universe being like showing you what you actually have to watch yourself <laughs> put someone else ahead of yourself yeah and you got to see that and everybody got to see that oh. and you had to hear about it from everybody <laughs> i still yeah. hear about it but it it helped you grow yeah it really did. So I'm like, for that, you know, thank you, Rob. That's and why you were so obsessed with him because you knew him in a past life. I just see? hope that this is the last life we run into each other. Like, can it just end in this life, please? Like, can it just end with him spilling his drink at Wonderfront? Oh, and like God, that was the best. Stumbling over his words. If when you he saw guys you with Brock. don't know that story, you have to go back last year and listen to our Friendsgiving episode. We tell the whole story of when we ran into him and he met Brock for the first time. Oh, it was amazing. <laughs> but yeah, that's the only time that I've ever believed and I'm not like oh Rob was my soulmate like ew no however there was always this like connection like unfinished business feeling I had with him even when I got married there was like one of my bridesmaids that day had like made a joke or was like oh could you imagine if like you were marrying Rob and I was like 
It's always, it was just like the one that got away and, and right after. Date and then break up and then got back together again. Yeah. yeah. See, like it was un- more unfinished business. Yeah. So which, something meant to come from that. Yeah. Yep. Which often these relationships, whether it's like a soulmate or a twin flame or a cosmic partner, whatever yeah. you're saying, like typically there's sometimes the runner a runner yeah so someone like leaves and then you connect again uh-huh. later in life so what you guys did and i was so thankful that when it ended again i was just like thank god because it was like i was just like freezing my eggs and he was like do you need like me to pick you up at your doctor's appointment do you need anything do you want me to send you food and was like being so sweet like a year after we broke up and it was like starting to go backwards and thankfully he heard a rumor that I was like trying to hook up with one of his friends, which was absolutely not true. And if I was, it was the wrong friend. So I was like, <laughs> if I'm going for any of your friends, I think we know which one it is. And it's not that one, yeah. but which was not true at all. But the fact that he believed it, I was just like, you know what? Fuck you. And then we were done. And like, now it's like, I mean, if I text him, like we could be cool. Like he congratulated me on the baby and whatnot. And uh, like, we're fine. We're not like friends or anything like that. But it finally just like feels so done, closed chapter book, hopefully fucking lifetime. Yeah. And please don't come find me in the next one. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my only take and belief on something like that because I'm like, okay, I did have those yeah. feelings. What percentage of Americans do you think believe in soulmates? Because we have the answer. Uh, see, I feel like it's really high. Just throw it out yeah. there. What do you think? I'll say 72%. Holy Whoa, shit. are you psychic? It's 73%. Shut up. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I did not see it. I was going to say 75, but then I was like, no, what? let's make it a different number. And I went down three. Yes. How did okay, you do so that? Maris College Whoa. did a poll. And in that poll, 73% of Americans believe in soulmates, which blew me away because I would have thought it was less than half. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. 73%. What? So That's insane. Yeah. I did not know that. <laughs> yeah. So the whole, you know, what got us even like talking about uh, Twin Flames this week is randomly I was going through Instagram. I follow all these vegan accounts, obviously. And Shocking. This one, per- this one <laughs> called like The Vegan Way or something had posted for a Twin Flame psychic, right? And they were like, hey, like reach out to her. She's offering a sample reading. And something like just made me reach out to her and I was just like hey I would love a sample reading she's like okay what's your name and date of birth so I gave it to her and she wrote me back and she was like I see that you have a psychic spiritual energy but you're only using 20 to 30 percent of it um she told me what I need to do to increase it and then in her next paragraph she said I also see that um you have a twin flame relationship with somebody who you're not with right now, but you've, you have spent a past life connection. Mm-hmm. Um, da, 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 da. And then she finally got me to like, be like, okay, yes, I take my money. I want a full session. So I did an hour session with her paid. It was only a hundred dollars, which I mean, I don't know if that's only, but like for what she did, it's pretty comparable for what other psychics charge. I think it's not yeah. like super expensive or anything. So anyway, I did the reading with her. And she went into more detail and it was so bizarre because like she said the same thing that we discussed on the Reiki past lives. Is she episode. a shenanigans listener? She's not. How do you Here's know? The thing, because she <laughs> wouldn't Sheena have had talking. time in between all of this happening. She already brought up the past life. She didn't follow me. You know, she wasn't following me on Instagram. Yes, there's a couple things she could see. Th- but in my did you Instagram. look if she follows me or shenanigans? She doesn't. Okay. No, <laughs> <laughs> but no, in the time that I spoke with her and then 
her response, she did not have time to listen to any podcast. Okay. And like, she also wouldn't have been able to pick out which particular podcast, right. listen to the whole thing and then get back to just me. Playing just playing devil's advocate. Just fucking no, <laughs> absolutely. No, there's something she said that I'm like, oh, she totally could have seen that in my Instagram. Like, for example, she's like, oh, are you into charity or advocacy work? And I'm like, yeah, but you can see that in my bio. I have like mm-hmm. the food right. program and the animal stuff. And so that, yes, like she totally could have seen, but then the past life stuff, no. And it was so crazy because, you know, with the last episode that we did on this, I told you guys that the Reiki master told me like I was in a past life with that guy and we were in India on a tiger reserve. Okay. And which is weird because the first conversation I ever had with that guy on a date, we were both discussing India and he had just gotten back from there. And I'm like, I'm just called to India. Like I want to go so bad. And That's he told crazy. me all about it. Okay. And we're both involved like with animals yeah. too, like in this life. So she said, she didn't use the word tiger, but she said you and him were with exotic animals that would normally be untamed, but they were tamed around you. And you had, you did like natural healing with them and you had like these natural, um, healing oils and stuff that you would help like heal these animals and he's an animal doctor yeah <laughs> and I we know Jamie love animals were, were you Carol Baskins in your past life I was just gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> Tiger King Carol yeah. Baskins Tiger King <laughs> 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 no they hate each other oh my god enemies okay anyway so she said all of that and then she said some other things unrelated but it was just it just got me thinking I'm like okay now it's two people unrelated telling me the same thing about a past life and this twin flame and I didn't really know what twin flames were so I was talking to Brett about it and he knew a lot more of it and you have your I own had a twin, twin flame, flame yeah we can touch base on that yeah. after your throuple my no, throuple yeah well <laughs> yes which well, you one can third of the- <laughs> go back to the podcast back in August and listen to that story yeah <laughs> so fa- let's fast forward to what actually happened with that and what made you think about yeah, so I never knew what a twin flame was until this past August and obviously knew what a soulmate was. Um, and when you meet your twin flame, typically it can bring about a spiritual awakening um, and you just feel like like there's all these synchronicities. And um, in the past year, I kept seeing like a lot of synchronized numbers, angel numbers and stuff like that. I know yeah. I talk about that a lot. Um, and when I met, I'm not going to say his name cause I'm going to be respectful, but when I met my twin flame in Mexico this summer, it was like this crazy, weird, instant connection. We literally spent the entire weekend together. Like it was just like, he, he I, I can't even say it, put it into words. Like we just couldn't explain the feeling. Mm-hmm. And this man was engaged. Like it, he was in a relationship. So it was a really weird and kind of crazy and heartbreaking experience for me um because it ended really really badly and I ended up kind of being the runner so I woke up one night in the middle of the night it was literally woke up at 3 3 3 a.m you ran all the way to New York yeah and (laughs) no he was my personal (laughs) trainer and our relationship was just getting way too intense and I was like this isn't okay he has a family and I'm not a home wrecking whore although I would love to be with this man (laughs) (laughs) Um, and so I went to New York because I was like let me just run away so that way he like stops having feelings for me and I remove myself from the situation Mm -hmm. well he just would not stop contacting me my whole time in New York he's like I love you like I can't be without you like I can't explain this feeling I feel like you're a drug this and that blah 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 and we had many conversations about him having dreams of me before he met me of like in Russia in a past life like he 
was not a spiritual person at all. I was not a spiritual person at all. And when we met, we both just like could not stop talking about all these things. You were not a spiritual person before this? No. Because I, okay, then I guess it's just been. I was, I was into, and do you know that psychic that you guys got me for my birthday Uh told me and I have the recording. She's like, you're going to have a spiritual awakening soon. Interesting. He did, did, I think. Okay, because I just feel like it's been so heavy spiritual Mm -hmm. for the last six months that that's like all I remember. My brain doesn't go back much further than that. I was sober (laughs) for six weeks. Like, I don't know. I've never wanted to be sober. Like, all these weird things happened to me this summer, and it all happened right when I met. Crazy. Bleep. I'm not going to say his name. So I just remembered something. I forgot to finish the story. So the twin flame lady, she says to me that, She's like, hey, did it seem like he had a twin? Like one day, was it just like a different person? And I'm that's like, that's creepy. I'm like, yeah, totally. She's like, because he was confused. I'm like, that's all he was telling me one day. He told, he said he was so confused and he needed some time to think, and and it didn't make sense because prior to this, and I this morning I just went back and read our first text messages after the first time we met, mm-hmm. and he was writing things like, I'm so enchanted. Um, it's magical. I can't stop thinking about you. We, we were talking about like kids and traveling the world and all this. And then all of a sudden one day I'm confused. I need space. I need time. Were you considering having more kids for him? Well, that's what this woman said. She's like, I'm behind. And there, she already saw a pregnancy that was supposed to happen. And she said, well, we could have been pregnant together. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> and um, she said that there's black magic at play. What the And fuck? she said a spirit from our past, like someone or a spirit from the past life came into this life, took form in this female that's in his life right now. And she did some sort of like fucking black magic spell to keep us apart and to confuse him, blah, blah, blah. And like, guys, I don't fucking believe this. I, I, I don't want to believe this. I don't even want to believe he's my twin flame, if that even exists, because this woman gave me the opportunity. She was like, it's not his fault. He's a victim. He has true feelings for you. You're his twin flame, and you're supposed to be together. And I'm like, well, guess what? I don't want to be with him anymore. I've Yay! already, I've moved on. Progress. Like her, her just telling me like that there was, whether it's true or not, mm-hmm. her saying like there was other things involved and like that wasn't his real feeling. Like I don't feel crazy anymore because it, it was, it was like a, a switch that was flipped yeah. Yeah. and I've just been so confused by it. But the point is like, I'm finally, I've moved on. I'm finally over it and I don't want to do any work. She gave me like a list of work to do meditations and stuff to like fix this and reunite us. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. And I'm not doing that work. Like yeah. I'm moved on. You don't need to be with your twin flame. Like, you don't always end up with your twin flame, but you're meant to meet them in your lifetime if you have one because they do teach you a lesson or they do ignite something within you, whether it's to better yourself or whatever. Like, for me, I feel like I was meant to meet my guy because it helped my spiritual journey and it's helped me, like, my anxiety and stuff that I struggled with, things that I struggled with, I feel like they've gone away to some extent from meeting him. And so for you, I know that you've had all these opportunities after... I've followed, I've started following all of my passions and you might not have done that if I you guys were still dating. You might've been so like we rob, rob, rob yes, about him. We that dating, yeah. I wouldn't have done it. Or if I didn't, and also if I didn't meet him, I wouldn't have, I might not have done this. Yeah, so I think that's he so served true. his purpose, like pushed me forward in life. Sparked and you know something. not to settle because you know what you can feel for yes. someone. And if you don't feel that you're not going to settle just to have a boyfriend. So, which is exactly what, why I've been alone for a year now, you know? Yeah. Like, but I think yeah. I'm finally at the point where I think I could develop feelings for someone again, mm-hmm. which is, so good to say because for the longest I just couldn't feel anything so 
I'm ready. So yay! So yeah. boys, she's single. <laughs> There's another twin flame out there. <laughs> no, Maybe but my soul what? ascended so high that we have a triple flame, and, and my, yeah, my yes. <laughs> Regardless if you believe in twin flame or not, like I just don't know how people don't believe in past lives or like like when you watched um, that show on Netflix, Surviving Death. Surviving Death did you watch that episode I've about past lives? I've only seen a couple minutes of like one of the episodes. I haven't gotten into it yet. Watch the one about the guy who literally was um, reincarnated and yeah. he used to be this old Hollywood actor and they met his family. He knew all these details as a little kid what? that you couldn't like, mm. you couldn't know about this guy. And it's, the, oh my God. it and gives me chills. Plane who got shot down in World War II. And yes. He, he named the plane. He named his, what? his, his former name, his friend's name. And they, they, his family took him to Japan where he said all this we happened and they found everything. Night. This is what I'd like to do. I would like you to watch all of Surviving Death. Okay. And then I would also like to take my Spectra camera that I bought off eBay, which yeah. Oh, yeah. is also in that documentary on episode five. These people had this specific camera and film that caught ghosts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in, and it's out of like, I guess it's out of production. Is that the word? Like you can't buy it anymore, but I bought it through eBay. So I've been wanting to go over to Justice's house. Yeah. They've been having a situation over there with the spirit. There's a ghost named Ed. And I want to <sighs> take pictures and see if I get anything on this ghost camera. And so then let's do another episode about okay. surviving death and all of that. Yeah. yeah, we'll do that with my sister. Yes. And yeah. Okay, so here's my like, okay, devil's advocate version of not believing in past lives. So this is the only thing that kind of confuses me about it is, okay, you have a soul. Now, like, I strongly believe that, like, my grandparents and uncles and family who have passed are all in heaven and that I've been able to communicate with them via Jamie or Eden or other psychics. Mm-hmm. So if their souls are in heaven, then how are souls in past and future lives and our souls just in a bunch of places at once? Well, like, how do you... I think that we don't understand how time works. The way we think time it's works... It's not linear. So exactly. everything's energy, right? So energy always... Like has to just transfer to something else. It can't just disappear. And again, yeah, spirit world time is very different for like our lifetime for them is like a blink of an eye. Yeah. So like they can be in heaven or wherever they go right now. And then they can go into the next life a thousand years from now. It doesn't feel like a thousand years for them in whatever place they're in right now. And that actually was one thing that you said to me when I was talking about dealing with my friend's suicide and how I held on to that for like nine years. And like I had this anger, which people said was selfish of me and whatever. It was just my own thing I was dealing with. But when I was like, oh, my God, I just feel so bad that like I've held on to this for so long. And like has his soul like not been able to cross over because this like unfinished business with me. And you're like, no, it was just like that. Like it was like no time had even passed. It wasn't nine years to him. It was nine years to me. And I'm like, See that that's not even from my own knowledge. I don't know where like that's that was drunk psychic Jamie talking. That was a fucking crazy night. Yeah, that really was. I woke up the next day and felt a literal weight like lifted off me. Like if I would have stepped on the scale, I probably actually lost weight. Yeah, I wish we had recorded that night. I know. That's the best part of the whole thing, whether it was real or not, or I have abilities or not. The fact that like you felt a weight lifted Mm -hmm. and. I've noticed like your energy is so much lighter since yeah. that night. Yeah, so. and I can talk about him now and not cry. I mean, I'm still sad that, you yeah. know, he's no longer here, but it was like a story I could never get through without just like breaking down. And now I'm like, okay, I feel like he's at peace. Right. You know, he knows 
what he did. He knows how that affected the people here. And it is what it is. You know, you can't go back. But just knowing that, like, he's able to be at peace now gave yeah. me peace. And psychic drunk Jamie did that. Yeah. No, I love she all this stuff. Sometimes, I, <laughs> I know there's so many people that are skeptics and that's okay, but there's so much that we don't know. And yeah. that's why I'm a firm believer in this twin flame thing. And I just think it'd be so fun to go further in depth with this in another episode. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, like Sheena said, I'm in the middle. I'm, I don't not believe. And I don't believe I'm just like anything is possible. And I know that I don't know enough to know. Yeah. 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 So I'm open to it. But I'm also not like 100% on board. It's one of those things that you can't explain. Mm -hmm. Like I literally can't can't explain it unless you experience it. And not everyone is going to experience it. So, yeah. Should I go over the worm thing that I just did? with? Yeah, that was a great, great example. Yes. Okay. So Brock was saying how all this stuff, you know, is bullshit and it's fake and blah, 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 blah. blah, And there's no such thing as a sixth sense. You just got a good dick in. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, he said he said I just got a good dick in and I laughed so hard because it is true. I did get a real good dick in that weekend. <laughs> but go ahead and say what you said. So and he's so adamant that none of this exists. And I'm like, how do you know? Like it's it's one thing to be like, I don't know, but to be so strongly against it and even like with like um religious beliefs, like he just he's strongly against all of it. Mm-hmm. So I gave him an example. I was like, Look, there are worms that are born with only two senses. They can touch and they and they can smell. They don't have they can't see. Okay, so they don't know the concept of light. But as humans, we have five senses. Some mm-hmm. of us might have six. We un- we understand the concept of light. If I were to explain light to that worm, it would just say no, like it doesn't exist. I can't even conceptualize what light is. Mm-hmm. So then I say to Brock, I'm like, so as humans, what if there's other senses? that we don't have or we're, we're not accessing, we can't, we can't conceptualize the spirit world or the past lives or whatever, souls, all of this. That it could exist and we just aren't capable of seeing it. Right. Which is why like when I do mushrooms, which I've only done them twice, it opens up a part of your brain that you can't access sober. And I swear to you, I have a crazy story to tell you after this about my neighbor and a ghost that was in our apartment last weekend and the light flickering. Oh my God. And she was on mushrooms and she was brought back to like this another dimension pretty much. There's so much that we don't know. I love it. Should we get into questions? Yeah, we got quite a bit of questions. I literally just posted on my Instagram. I was like, if you guys want to send in questions, send them in now because we're recording now. So I just screenshot the first ones that came in. Cassandra underscore Nicole wants to know what am I most excited about when the baby arrives? Um, just holding her, I think. I mean, I, I it's weird. My mom keeps saying, she's like, I feel like you're like not getting excited. But I'm like, after a loss like I experienced, it's been hard to be excited like all of the time because I still have this tiny voice in the back of my mind like something could still go wrong. You know, people have stillborns. This happens. Like, you just never know. So it's like, I'm just staying positively optimistic, but I'm like, I'm just so excited to just hold a breathing, healthy baby. There's nothing else I'm even getting excited for. Mm -hmm. I just like want to know that she's okay. And once she's okay, then I'm sure there will be so many things I'm excited for. Yeah. But, um, like, I mean, I'm excited to, you know, take 
photos with her and to dress her up in outfits and eventually do cute little matching TikTok dances. And like, <laughs> there's so many things that I want to be excited for, but I'm just like, I just will be happy when she breathes, latches yeah. onto my nipple and I'm able to breastfeed. Yeah. <laughs> um, a lot of people asked what I'm naming her. And as much as we're pretty set on her name, we still are going to wait until we hold her. I, I don't know why I have like there's a chance that we have a blonde baby and I'm like if we have a blonde baby do I still name her what I'm picturing as like a little brunette I baby I said that to you last week or the other week because both like, of our moms are blonde, blonde baby. but Jamie saw a brunette baby and I believe yeah, Jamie, Jamie. More. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I'm not psychic baby, actually I saw her like be, went walking yeah. around with wavy brunette hair yeah so she could be born with lighter hair and then it can come in darker or vice versa I think she's gonna be a dancer though because I had a dream oh, yeah, that she I was a hundred percent dancing in your stomach and like literally was like five was six seven yeah. eight <laughs> 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 <That's crazy laughs> <laughs> yeah, my Reiki girl told me that she sees her dancing like mm -hmm. every time I have sessions. So I definitely think she's going to be a dancer. Um, a lot of questions about girls we don't talk about on this podcast anymore who aren't my friends. So hopefully that answers your question. <laughs> <laughs> um, what kind of facials do you do? Vichy, Vichy underscore BW underscore wants to know and will I have an epidural? We do um, hydrofacials. What was it called? It's like well, a. We, you did a vlog on it. Yeah. It was. It wasn't the hydrofacial, but it is. Oh God, I don't remember. It was like. It's a like this, like diamond tip. I forget what it's called exactly. And then she puts this like glass dome over your head and. Yeah. Like. But if you check out her Instagram, it's Skin and Beauty by MP. She's down here in San Diego and she's amazing. She does a ton of different uh, facials, but that's my fave. Yes, I will absolutely have an epidural as long as I make it in time. Because isn't there a point when it's like too late? It can be a point that it's too late, but you're asking the person who did a home natural birth. Oh, so I that. didn't go through <laughs> that. So I don't nope. know. Nope. Shoot sure. me up. Yes. How do you deal with so much hate from people for no reason? It's messed up. And <laughs> this is by underscore Felicia. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Honestly, I just try to stay as positive as possible. And I think I could get a lot more hate. So I'm thankful that it is quite minimal. But you know what? Honestly, I just feel bad for the people who are hating because it's like, the fact that you feel the need to reach out to someone you've watched on a television show and just say really nasty things, it just makes me feel sorry for them. Yeah. Even like Two-Faced Shenna, who updated her review again oh, so that she could be at the top with her one star. Yeah. Why is she still listening? Like, just stop listening. We don't we don't want you. Haters okay? are your biggest fans. Go, very go true. away. You don't need to listen. Yeah. And now you could come for me, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of, we're not going to read her most recent review, but should we do a couple reviews? Yes. Um, Brett has the, we're going to do, based on what Lindsay Palos had suggested, I think it was a good idea. She said, you guys should only read the actual constructive criticism ones, right. not the ones that are just mean and are pointless. Yeah. Okay. So Brett has a four star that's constructive criticism. Go ahead. All right. So this is four stars from ADH107728. They said, great view with a little uh, constructive criticism. And then they wrote a bunch of nice stuff. And then they said, 
The only constructive criticism that I have is about your ads. I'm not a huge fan of the ad being weaved into conversation with the guest. I heard you describe an ad for Lucy, the nicotine gum, a few episodes ago with Jamie. Today, I'm listening to the podcast with Tom and Ariana, and the Lucy ad was weaved into their conversation again. The same exact details were given, and it just felt forced. It makes the conversation with the guest seem inauthentic. Most podcasts I listen to pre-record their ads and insert them into the podcast. I think this would really help out your show. Thank you for providing funny and entertaining content, and I'm happy to continue listening in 2021. Appreciate that. And actually, we've taken this into consideration, and we are doing the pre-recorded ads now. The company I was with prior when I did my show at Podcast One, they hated pre-recorded ads and they required their hosts to do them in conversation. So I just got really good or I thought I was really good at weaving them into conversations to make it natural. And then I guess you're kind of forced to listen to it. But um, which is what the advertisers want, which, you know is the purpose but we also want to make the listeners happy yeah and at action park media they actually enjoy us taking the ad breaks and you know it's not like we're doing four or five minute infomercials you know they're usually 60 second spots and i only do ads for things that i genuinely use are a fan of or whatever so anything that you hear me advertise on this show or on my Instagram are things that I legitimately use. I have to approve every ad that comes through. And um, we have some new ones coming up and they're great deals. So please don't fast forward through them, but I understand if you guys just wanna hear the conversation. Um, But thank you for that review. We took that into consideration and there will be no more live ad reads. (laughs) And to end on a positive note, titled Sheena and Jamie. So that's their username, AE41379. I guess so. All right. Absolutely loved the episode with Chris from Dashboard Confessional. Loved how Sheena made this happen and just hearing y'all so happy. Brought back so many good memories from my emo days. Aw, Sames. Thanks, AE. That about wraps us up. Anything else to add, guys? What are you doing for Valentine's Day? Will you be in Hawaii? We're going on our baby moon. Yes, we leave this weekend. We will be there for six days. We are getting tested tomorrow. And, you know, people are like, you shouldn't be traveling right now. And I understand that. But we're being as safe as we can. And I'm really looking forward to this trip. And... Yeah, I'm excited. Aww, so good. fun. That's going to be amazing. Yeah. I hope everyone has a happy Valentine's Day with or your awareness day. soulmate or Sad. twin flame. Or if you're single, yeah. <laughs> have fun masturbating. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this would have been a good episode to have like a vibrator ad. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't have a discount code for one of those for you. But You texted me the other day and there was a typo. So you meant to write V-Day and it wrote Vush. And I'm like, Sheena, wait a minute. Your phone is autocorrecting with the vibrator that you <laughs> I know. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, but it's a good one. Anyways, all right. Thanks for listening, guys. I hope you have a happy Valentine's Day, single awareness day, or just a great fucking weekend. Bye. Sheena Shay. Thanks for listening to Shenanigans with Sheena Shea. Download new episodes every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.